We're having another sale here at the Bender Brothers Podcast. It's two episodes for the price of one again on this show. This show is the Better Brothers Podcast for the Star Wars television show, Ahsoka, episodes three and four, and I'm Jerry Bennett. And I'm Joel. Thank you for joining us as we talk about... Wait, we're not talking about Groot season two? I'm not doing that again. Yeah, we already did it. Too bad. <laughs> no, we're talking about Ahsoka, the part three and part four. We're going to spoil it and uh, going to tell you things we like, things we didn't like, things we hope, things we dream, things we think. Easter eggs, Christmas eggs, hard-boiled eggs, all sorts of things. <laughs> We're going to do it, and you're going to love it, I hope. And if you Sorry do love for... it, go to the Patreon slash Bennett Brothers Podcast and become a patron. That's not, that's not, that's not even right. It isn't? No. No, you're right. I'm wrong. I'm so bad at this. What is it? <laughs> what do you think it is? Patreon.com slash Bennett Brothers Podcast. Yes. And there you can be a supporter, listen to our exclusives there that we've done for you, for you. And it helps support the show. It keeps the light on. Lights. We have more than one, we light. Have one, we have one have a, light. We actually make enough to, to power one light. <laughs> we need the other light on. Yes, we really do. I'm in dark. You're now hanging. Joe wants to look at something, so now I have to hand him the light. <laughs> give it back. Give it back. But that's what's going on. And that's it. <laughs> that's it. Yeah. We don't know. So thank yeah. you for joining us. Uh, sorry, it's been a little bit for us. We've been busy. I've, I have laryngitis, so my voice is a little rough right now. But we're going to get through this because we do want to talk about this. We have not talked to each other about it yet. So this will be exciting to see how things turn out. But we're going to start with the first episode. I want to no, go. Third episode. Third episode. There you go. <laughs> I want to go back to something we talked Episode's about last time. Toil and Trouble. Uh, or Time to Fly. Yeah, that was the other one. Toil yeah. and Trouble was episode two. Yeah. And we're, we're talking about Time to Fly, which is part three, which is what we're talking about here. I'd normally cut this out, but all right, I don't care. That's fair. But I want to go back to something Jerry mentioned last week, uh, the idea of following a character like Ahsoka who has zero emotion, who is very stoic, who might not be a good choice to be a lead of a show, and now also has huge plot armor. Um is this changed your opinion with these two episodes? Do you what think you she's... plot armor? A oh, character no, no. named Ahsoka, you think that I'm supposed to worry that she's going to get killed in any one of these episodes? Yeah. That's any show. <laughs> it's true. That's any show. I'm it's not, true. yeah, I don't call that plot armor. I call plot armor when it's like. I mean, you know, I was thinking about, like, there's certain, like, I feel like outside of, we well, have yeah, Mandalorian, but, like, they're just naming these TV shows after characters now Boba Fett, Obi-Wan. Kenobi, 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 <laughs> Ahsoka. Next one's going to be called, I don't know. Skeleton Crew. IG88. Hi, I'm Crew. Skeleton Crew. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it, it, it gives them, you know, obviously with the other stuff we know, though, right? Kenobi, we knew where that was Kenobi. going. Kenobi. Boba Fett, I mean, I guess we didn't know where Boba Fett was going. They could have killed him off. Boba but Fett. The Book of Boba Fett. Fair, yeah, fair enough. But he's still plot armor. Hey, also, before I forget, I need to call out uh, my son, Nick called me out on this, is we had a conversation in the last podcast talking about who Hu Yang's character, and even though you did comment that he was introduced in the Clone Wars show, I was adamant, and by me, I mean you, <laughs> No, no, you. <laughs> that, no, he was last seen in Rebels. He was never in Rebels. I was completely wrong. I was mis... I was thinking he was actually the Death Star droid who did an Alan Rickman imitation in the show and became part of the crew, and I was associating him with him there. So yes, Hu Yang... Is actually from the Clone Wars and not 
you're welcome. Although I wonder, was he in any Clone Wars that were released after like that later season? Maybe that's what I'm thinking of, or was he only in the early ones? I think he's only in the early ones. Damn it, I'm not gonna get out of this nope, one. Nope, you 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 were wrong. Say, say it, say it, say it, say it. You were wrong. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> but has this? I mean, but going back to my question, has your opinion changed? Do you think this? Do you think Ahsoka is the right character to be the titular character of the show? If I think back to movies and television shows that have a character who's cool who's just stoic. Usually that character has some traits of emotion or comedy or smartassness or is just so badass that it, it covers it up. You know, anything from a stoic, you know, Tushumafum samurai character in Yojimbo who is just, you know, super cool, but he's, he's making all these comments and jokes or Clint Eastwood in any of those uh, Spaghetti Westerns, which is based on the same character. You know, th- there's something there and Ahsoka has these long pauses, and 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 it's okay when it's once and two ice, but it does tend to. I was I was very aware of it, like last episode, like oh, this is a conversation that is taking place over the course of thirty five seconds. That it's really a fifteen second conversation, mm-hmm. you know. Well, it's interesting that you bring up like the samurai thing because obviously this is very samurai esque. But like, hey, remember watching. The Mandalorian, which was very Western esque, which was based off of the samurai, like so. It's it's someone going from town to town helping people do, and it's. I guess it's more about the conversation similar. part, though. Like he gets in a conversation, he's not going to gap it in long breaks. You know, it's it, it, it's it's the conversation. The yes, yeah, exactly. This is the way to get the conversation done. <laughs> mm-hmm. But um, yeah. I, I do like the character, but there is still that hanging in there of needing, like when she was in Clone Wars, she was full of emotion, full of it, you know? And then when she was a secondary character in Rebels, yes, she was in Rebels, at least I got that part right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, she could be a little Welcome. more stoic and they had enough other younger characters and everybody who's got energy in there. I guess if you look at a movie of, look at, look at, look at The Phantom Menace, they knew, he knew going into it, that, you know, Anakin and Qui-Gon, for the most part, even though Qui-Gon is slightly different than other Jedis, he's got more emotion, but he was, you know, Obi-Wan, is, this is the way we're going to go. And so his character, the movie didn't have it because uh, George Lucas said, you know, I'm going to load these two guys up with a goofy Gungan character who's just going to get all those lines in there. And maybe that's maybe that would have been different. I don't know. But like, if, we look at, if we look at Phantom Menace and we see Qui-Gon's motivation, obviously it's a... The whole motivation of is to get away with the princess or with who they think is the princess and get to get her to the you Senate. Mean the queen. The queen, thank you. Get the queen to the Senate. The elected queen. They, ha- they have a mission in that. This, her mission is to beat Thrawn, I guess, stop them from getting to, to Thrawn. find Ezra I, and all that stuff, yeah. But no, no, her mission is not to find Ezra. Okay. Right? That That's, that's Sabine. But okay. uh, so I'm, but I'm going like, what is Ahsoka's motivation? That's what's hard about well, this. The first and time we saw her was where is Admiral Thrawn? So she's looking. So for she's Thrawn. still looking for Thrawn, but we don't and know why she's looking for Thrawn. We go back because to, that's where Ezra's at. Which, maybe what that's what she, Ezra's at. Maybe Ezra is her mission. Maybe because that's what she's doing. Well, this goes back to what you said before. What the hell was she doing during the whole Death Stars and the well, whole, we'll, the whole we'll theoretically find out because the show is usually right really well around that stuff. Yeah. And I and I and I'm I'm hoping they do too. But at this point, we have no reason other than we've had two two other TV shows with her. Why we should be caring about her character? Now, 
the, the end of the next episode will hopefully, you know, and, the and end she next, does have an emotional moment, kind of, you know, when she thinks Sabine is killed and Sabine, you know, she's she's she has that emotional moment. I just, I don't know. I, I even if I think back to episode one, Qui Gon, that 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 thing has more emotion because he's got a Padawan, which is what the she was in the Clone Wars and what Ezra was in Rebels. And so having a Padawan means you're dealing with a younger person who's who's dealing with those emotions. And here we have a situation where she gets to be the stoic one, but she doesn't have some younger one other than Sabine, who's actually what thirty years old. And it's kind of stoic herself in a way. Mm-hmm. So it's no, stoic it's, uh, upon stoic. Let me then stoicism. You're right. And I think I think let me change the way we look at it a little bit. We know she can have a lot going on with her because she is the Padawan of Anakin Skywalker. And that's why I'm excited for this next episode. We'll talk about episode what we think that's gonna happen in episode five. But like that's the interesting stuff about her. Not just she's another Jedi. It's that she was Anakin Skywalker's Padawan. Like she, her master killed from Obi Wan, from Qui Gon, yeah, from Dooku, from Yoda. That's yeah. the line. And so, like the idea that her master killed all the other Jedi is like that's that that's a that story, and that is the fascinating story to me. We'll see if. Uh, it, they pursue that storyline because I really want them to because that I think that'll make her a more interesting character. But luckily, we have a lot of characters in this episode who I think are also interesting. And I, what did you think of the episode? It was good, great. It was. It's always fun to see a good space battle, you know. And Star Wars, like, what do you, the Star Wars? The, I think the be, one of the best parts of A New Hope is the whole Death Star trench sequence. I mean, that, that is iconic. And so for us to get space oh, battles... Oh, no, space battles... I'm trying to think... I mean, we have a couple space battles in Mandalorian, and Boba Fett has one, I think. And, it, you know, but, like, this is the first time I can remember really having a fully drawn-out space battle happen uh, for one of the TV shows. Maybe... Man- Mandalorian does have a couple. Yeah. I, should, I take that back. So this is not the first time. But, like, this was a hell of a good space battle, especially when she gets out of the ship. Then she starts doing lightsaber stuff on the wings. That's awesome. And again, this is also very reminiscent of like World War II dogfights. When they got out on the wings with their exactly. swords. Exactly. But they had guns in the back. Like it, it, it was very, it's very much reminiscent of that. Even the ships, they have that kind of uh, rocketeer, small kind of plane flying around uh, feel to it, that aesthetic. And I really thought that was exciting. Um, I also like when it's like, here come the bad guys. There's two that we know and then three that we don't know. I hope the four oh, that we didn't know. Four that we know. I hope the other two that we know are going to be okay. Well, that's yeah. standard. I mean, yeah, and that, those those particular vehicles did feel like World War II jets, just because their engine sound sounded very reminiscent of you know like a P fifty two P thirty two jet fighter. Whatever. I'm sure that's not even a real number, but I'm saying P thirty two. Sounded right. <laughs> or B. No, no, that's a B fifty two bomber. I'm saying I think the smaller ones were like P thirty two. I'm going to say P thirty two. I'm going to look up P thirty two. I looked it up. P thirty two. And it's some sort of weird fetish thing. I don't want to know. P thirty two. P thirty two. It's a, it's a gun. <laughs> it's a gun. Yes. Yeah, wait, so. wait, wait. But the gun can be on a plane, though, Jerry. Yes. <laughs> and someone can get on the wing and shoot the gun. What is a P? Oh, no, there's a P thirty two plane. I was right. Yes, that's exactly right. All right, I know more about planes and guns than anybody you know, apparently. Yeah, the P-32. Yes, yes, yes. Excellent. All right. I don't, what does the P stand for? Plane. <laughs> Plane 32. <laughs> this is the 32nd one they built. That's what I'm going with. Yes. I like it. <sighs> Plane. 
What did I think of it, Joe? Well, let me tell you. Thanks for asking. <laughs> I thought it was great. This is it was short. It was the shortest one so far, and it felt really short compared to the last week when we or two weeks ago when we saw two episodes back to back, and it was practically a movie. So it flew much faster. The next episode, episode four, is slightly longer, so that helps. It's weird because we talk about this at the same time we're going, boy, there's a lot of dragging in this scene. But gosh darn it, I want the link. I want them long because when it's when it's working, it's working oh yeah, well. and, and this this. This series feels like it's drawing more from Andor and that kind of like adult, long drawn out. Like it feels more like an Andor versus Obi Wan versus a Mandalorian versus Obi Wan versus Obi Wan. Obi Wan's in a weird category unto itself. I need to watch Obi Wan again. Mm. I really do. All right, we'll wait here. Go ahead okay. and run back. <laughs> Hold on, mm. coming. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> he said the line <laughs> at the very end. So the episode opens up with Sabine training with Hu Yang, and we get to see him doing his forearms training, which I guess we saw in the Clone Wars cartoon. That was really cool. Yeah, Clone Wars. Yes, train. Yes, yeah, and it's a cool like the way they way she cuts the light the 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 wooden sword. She's not actually using a lightsaber; she's mm-hmm. using a wooden sword. But the way she cuts through, and you, she he can gauge where she's actually cutting through. That was cool. It was clever. It's giving us a look into where they were while they were gone during the most important moments of this Star Wars history. The first three movies, or the you know the original movies. This is saying, well, they were doing some stuff like this somewhere with this. And role. I like that uh, in the background because this is very reminiscent. This scene's reminiscent of New Hope when Luke Skywalker's training and puts the blast shields, the the helmet on yes. the blast shields. Very reminiscent of that, and you can actually see in the background there's those training droids, the balls. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes, they're called. I'm not named. Yours is your Stevens. You know, yeah, I like when you get. They're called. They're called P33s. Actually, Jerry, it's crazy. P32s. <laughs> But they're in the background, so it's very it's very reminiscent of that. You're supposed to get that sort of feel, like, hey, remember when this happened? Remember berries? Remember Star Wars? And at this this whole sequence is fine. And then we go to Hera, who is talking on the same ship area that we saw on Return of the Jedi when Mon Mothma was saying many Bothans died. It's the same setup, but she's on the other side where Mon Mothma was talking to five. High Republic or New Republic senators or politicians, Mon Mothma, and also the guy who's a jerk. This is the best thing about this episode. When I when I when I read this and I found he is the father character of the kid who is Senator Hamado Zeno. His son was the star from Star Wars Resistance, and he actually showed up in that. That's an animated series that takes place between. Or no, during A Force Awakens. No. Yes, because that's when the whole planets all get destroyed. So right before Force Awakens is when that show took place and then eventually at the yeah, same time period. The fact that they brought this in is fantastic. Like Star Wars Resistance, Jerry and I have talked about it. Oh, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it uh, much more than Jerry enjoyed it. I But I'm glad it, I don't have to watch it anymore because it, it, it was okay. It's but not as kiddy as the Young Jedi oh, God, things, no. but, yeah, it's, but yeah. it's still kiddy. Yeah, Young it's Jedi thing, I won't, I won't watch it, so that's, that's just what it is. And if they make that canon, I'm going to be so bad. <laughs> but then, but they, the fact that they brought this in, my like, God, you connected you connected Star Wars Resistance? That's a show fantastic. with Poe Dameron that's already connected, yeah. Well, but I mean, like this is the first character, this is the first connection to a character that was on the show that's now being brought in. That's awesome. So his the, uh, the character's name, the kid's name in Resistance was Kazuda, and I give them... Uh, Kazuda to them. Good Kazudas. 
what are those, what are those things called? Those kazoos. Yeah. yeah, he's a kazoo. Yeah. Also, um, also kudos. Kudos to kazoo-dos. you. Kudos. I mean, what I haven't had forever. A kudos bar. Do they still make those? <laughs> Is that a thing? Do you remember kudos bars? No. What we used to I have the day of those. Kudos, I'm yours. I'm kudos. yours. Get Kate. Oh my God! You don't remember kudos bars? This is the one time, the one time I'm taking away from the actual Star Wars spot, but it's about kudos bars. Okay, P P thirty two. Hey man, that was tied in because it was tied in with the ships. Yeah, was it? Okay. Kudos, kudos bars. If you're a listener and you know kudos bars, acknowledge it. Oh, I gotta find out about kudos bars now. Anyways, uh, the whole sequence there, where she's talking to these senators, the, the politicians, basically it boils down to is hey listen we're in charge now we're basically the empire we've got all the forces but nobody wants to watch a show where the our main heroes have a a good guy fleet just the same reason why hey listen they're the underdogs in the original star wars trilogy and in the sequel trilogy they immediately have to make them the underdogs again because there's always got to be a big empire so this was the thing saying listen we know we have a fleet we have all of this stuff but we're not going to use it and so that's that's what the whole sequence is for. Although that gets undercut in the very next episode when she goes, "Yeah, I'm going to take about six X-wings and I'm going to actually go there." But they well, can never I mean, have them go you, as giant poly- exactly. No, they, they but do you agree the with them though? I mean, I, I I think they're like, "Hey, you're going off based off of what information? I think you're going just to want because you want to save your friend Ezra, and that's fine. But like, we're not going to. But they're also. But he's also that. saying other things like, "Hey, about Thrawn," and it, it, it's obviously within world. It's showing how the New Republic eventually is going to fall and fail by not doing what it was supposed to do. And I get that, and I appreciate that. But it also is the point where, like, this is the point where they still have somewhat of their of their uh, army before they obviously just decommission all of it, and. They're basically taking the approach of we're never going to, which is maybe the correct approach. We're never going to see the good guys on anything in Star Wars where they aren't the underdogs. So our characters have to be the underdogs. They can't go like, hey, uh, Ahsoka's going there to get, you know, these, you know, these bad Jedi and everything. And we're going to show up with our fleet. He's like, then they'd be like, well, they're overpowered, you know, so they have to take that out and what's they do and i'm not saying it's wrong but it was very obvious like okay so yeah because we have to keep our guys that's, underdogs that's we have to balance in the forest jerry yeah. the jedi got too strong in the the prequel trilogy so they had to take them down and then the dark side got too strong in the original trilogy so they had to get balanced out and yeah that's i mean but i like the idea i can understand the reasoning and they're hey we found this we found this ball that shows a star chart that shows it going to someplace else and we think Ezra and Thrawn are there. Okay. Good luck with that. (laughs) And I'm also a general and I'm in charge. That's true. That's another thing. She's like, I'm in charge, but we really can't be in charge. So we have to make you underneath somebody else. You have to be because again, and that's 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 a trope in all storylines. She is definitely a general and she should be able to do it, but But she always has to be somebody who can't and that's fine. Uh, this sequence also gets us in the first introduction in live action of her son, Jason, who is the son of her and Kanan Jet. Kanan, what's Kanan's last name? Jedi, yes. Yes. Which, by the way, do you know he had a cameo in the latest episode? There's a picture of him, live action, on the ghost in front of her. And you can see it online. Well, you shut your mouth. I didn't yeah, and it's Freddie Prince Jr., obviously, because he played the voice. So, yeah, there's, think about that. But here's the thing. I had people who did not watch Rebels at all, or if they did, they completely forgot him. Jason Sindula is the name of the kids. He kept he kept his mom's last name. 
and his mom's hair. <laughs> yeah, but not but not her species. And I had so many people. I had I shouldn't so many people, but a few people. They were they were commenting like, "Wait, who is this?" And this was something that was really written out that does not explain. If you don't watch this cartoon show, and you can say, "Well, it's not that important." It is important because it's the main character being introduced here, and you go like, "Wait, that's the son." And 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 they were like, "Where? What's? Why is his hair different? Why is he? Why is he human versus Twilik?" It's one of those things that I had to explain it to four people in the last two weeks. Okay, but you know what? I forgot she had a son because again, well, Rebels was not one of my favorite shows. It was well, a show he was I watched, the, the but... child was only introduced in the very final five minutes of so, the show. So, like series. to say, like if you're not watching the TV show, you're gonna have no idea who this kid is. I don't remember it. And I was, I'm like, oh, that's no. But she goes, kid. hey, here's my son, and you mm-hmm. watch it, and you go, oh, here comes another Twilik. No, no, it's a kid with green yeah, hair. No, that was that's, weird. I mean, that's, that's what I'm but saying. But that being said, just... I don't know if we how many times have we seen inner. Inner species, no, I guess I, uh, interplanetary species. Uh, it's not mingle. that kind of a world. I know, not but that they, kind of storytelling. But like, I'm just saying, like, ha- have we? Is there been another character who has been no? This part, first one, part best first friend, one. part. Uh, I just explained it. It's the Wookie, first one you know? we've seen on the show. Is there a Wookiee Ewok combo? Like, is this happening? And what's also important is he goes, you know, I want to be answer in- this question. Jay. I just did. I said this is the first one. Okay, cool. I mean, I, I guess I was just, you know, what there is one. I mean. I don't know if they ever had a kid, but you when, always had this answer waiting no, no, for me to say Mon this Calum, is the only one. No, when they had the Mon Calamari and the other the Squid Face, they had a the love Quarins. story. Yeah, but I don't know if they ever had a kid though. They didn't. No, well, no. Maybe they might. No, the kid was born and it goes, "Kill me! <laughs> Why am I not in water?" <laughs> the the son wants to be. Uh, he says, "I want to be a Jedi." And what is important, or it should be important, unless they're not going to deal with it, is the fact that his dad was a Jedi. No, they're going to deal with it because they talk about it in the next episode when he's like, I got I a know. bad feeling. Like, And I guess I guess it's one of those things where they're going to tease you at the front and make you make questions only for them to answer it later. So that's very probable. But as it stands right now, before those episodes, again, two weeks from now, a week from now, it won't make a difference. But right now it's like, yeah, I have people going, I don't understand what this is. Not that it's the end of the world, but it is something. We also get Chopper back. Love Chopper. People call him the murder droid because he's killed so many people. <laughs> That's fantastic. We kind of go in a little into Ahsoka explaining force sensitivity and how to utilize the force to Sabine, who t- up to this point, we've seen very little of her being force sensitive. And why this is an issue, I think, and tell me if I'm wrong, is up to this point in the Star Wars lore, I was always given the impression, listen, you either born, you can touch the force, or you can't. You don't learn it, other than the hint towards uh, Finn, maybe in the very end, that maybe he's like, oh, he's got some force that sensitivity. Sucks. That one sucks. But, yeah. but I'm saying they've always been, I mean, you could, there's obviously the one huge direction that Lucas did in 99 where he says, hey, it's biology, it's midichlorians. Versus, and that's kind of like going, listen, we're trying to give a biological explanation of it versus just saying, it's magic. And it is magic. The, so, but that mid midchlorians, midchlorians were such a big deal that when we were watching, Debbie goes, "Doesn't it mean does he have any? Mid, does, does Sabine have midchlorians?" I go, "No, it's not about that. It's about you know everybody can touch it." And this is like the very first time they're saying, "Yeah, obviously talent and training are are big things, big things." But basically, what Ahsoka is here is saying is maybe Sabine has some some ability uh, built into her. Maybe she's got like six midchlorians. I don't know what the number is, but. <laughs> She's basically saying anybody can do this. You can learn it. You can train it. Peace of mind. And then that's different than what we've really dealt with anywhere else. Unless I'm wrong. I mean, no, no, you're right. I mean, you can make a, 
a broom come to you. But you're right. Uh, so, but I want to talk about uh, Sabine real fast and her idea that she's force sensitive. The only clues we've ever had with that are in two, maybe one yeah. episode. But it was, but Rebels, it was something where the one thing looks back and goes, hmm, like the like Bindu. Yeah, and then there there yeah. was another one too. There yeah, was but two. we've never yeah. seen her. We've never seen anything else other than that. So to to for us to go, oh yeah, she's forced. Like, okay, you're you're drawing on something that was pretty minor in the yeah yeah no that's. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, the, the idea that anyone can train to become it, maybe, but we're, we're but we're seeing that she's not she's not able to do anything yet. We might be she might be able to do something next episode, but like, so does it train? Is it training or is it being pushed to a limit? Is it the, is it the Super Saiyan mantra where you only get stronger by doing the fighting? Like you can only get to the next level by being pushed so far to your limit. So they, while this is they're traveling hyperspace, and then they find out from Hera that Hera says, hey, I can't help you. I can help you in the next episode for no reason, but right now I can't help you, but I'm going to help you. And there's no point. And there there wasn't like that there much was, time that passed. I also feel yeah. like there was a scene missing where Hera's like, I'm going to go. But that's not what she said to them. How much time do you think has passed? Like a couple hours, though. So it's A like, year has passed. Yeah, right? They went on that they planet travel. Yes, no. So uh, while they get there, they get the 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 fight sequence with the other ships like we discussed earlier where Shin is in one of them and Merrick Merrick who I remember at the time this episode came out Merrick's like why is Merrick wearing his costume the whole time like he's there somebody was saying that why would he get mask because it's a world where the Mandalorian doesn't take his off Darth Vader doesn't take his off oh, Boba Fett doesn't yeah, we don't take know his what off. kind of whatever the case what kind of be, robotics are in now his we're finding out yeah after we watch the next episode spoilers yeah there's a real major reason why he doesn't you know take that off because that the casing isn't holding a bunch of dust basically you know, well, let's talk about that when we get to it. Yes, I have, I have a different theory. So they bar- barely escape. They also run into a bunch of the space whales. Space whales, which is really mm. cool seeing them. Mm. It's the first time it we've was, seen them fully in live action, other than Baby Yoda seeing their. Yeah, baby I think Yoda, I, I think the like scale that. was really cool. Like they're yeah. just ginormous, and I think that's really cool. It's the first time we're also hearing Merrick's robotic voice modulator. No, oh, yeah, it is. You know. You were going to do it, weren't you? And then I stopped. Good. And then they, they land on the planet. And then we go to, while they're on the planet, and they're discussing all the things they discuss. Well, I'm gonna get, like, and but talk I, about the hyperspace ring mm-hmm. that Morgan is building, which is capable of jumping. This was interesting, because like, what's what's the size of that? Because my initial thought was, oh, the size of that is so that they can pull a Star Destroyer of some size back. But that was actually not the reason. No. I mean, maybe that is part of the reason. But the main reason is it actually makes them be able to go farther to another galaxy, which we talked about farther, before. Faster. We we talked earlier about like, is this another galaxy or is this just because the whole thing takes place in a galaxy far, far away? It's like it takes place in another galaxy far, far away, yeah. close to the first one, and that's what the ring is for. Maybe the ring will then also be bringing back a giant ship with it. I don't know because we did see a star destroyer leave with Thrawn and Ezra. But. Or is or is someone pointed out? Someone pointed out is their is their title for the criticism of this episode? Waiting for Grand Admiral Yawn. <laughs> if this is an eight episode series, mm-hmm. we've seen four. Thrawn ain't showing up until at the earliest. At the earliest would be at the very end of next episode, but more likely the very end of episode six. So that he could be in episode seven and eight, I hope, and not like. And at the end of episode eight, five last five minutes, 
Thrawn is here. And then they kill him like they did Cad Bane. No, they didn't kill Cad Bane. The, the light was still beeping. Yeah, beep, beep, was beep. it? Yes. <laughs> Wasn't, you know. Yes, he was. Shut up. Um, yeah, but then then the last bit of it is we're back on the planet and we're seeing Balin just staring, looking up. Yep. Looking up. Go find them. Basically. One of our listeners, Brendan Gaughan, he basically likes, and I agree with him, Ray Stevens is doing an incredible character job. You like the character's depth, little bits of words where he's talking about past and history and, and clearly oh, has he this stuff. so cool. And, 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 and obviously it's, it's a thousand times more tragic knowing that the actor has now passed away. And it's weird because part of me in the show is going... I hope he dies in the show because mm-hmm. otherwise it's going to feel even worse personally because, oh, now what are they going to do with the character? Because, you know, they're building him up to something else. I mean, yeah, I guess you could replace the actor, but man, he, he, it's so cool. But having said that, he was awesome in episode one, but in two and three, I, I feel like he's basically just been kind of staring and looking off, waiting, waiting, like what's going on. Obviously, we do know that it takes, the, we find out that it's taking the droids and the computers a long time to process because they have to be careful yep and that's fine they finally did explain that but there was a whole bunch of why are we waiting around so again initial reaction is come on come on don't you know what you're doing and then after watching another episode or two i'm like oh okay so they explain it so that always keeps me hopeful when i get worried about something thinking oh maybe this will all get explained maybe we will know where ahsoka and sabine were during the most important part of time regarding star wars well luckily they're not going to introduce a thing like time travel to this process and show us the thing that can, that can rewrite all of Star Wars. Oh, it's awesome, though. You know it's awesome. It's cool. So that brings us to the end of episode three? Yep. All right. And your opinion still holds uh, that it was the worst yeah. episode? No, I, I never said it was the worst episode. You said it, was, thought it, was you said it needed more jargon. I, I thought, the, I thought, the, I thought the, the space battle was awesome. Do, have, you seen someone who, have you seen how they put together the star chart at the end of the episode? Have you seen that yet? At the end of the episode, did there, there's, I see? There's, there, there's, each frame is a star chart. It's a part of a bigger star chart. Are you talking about in the episode or the credits? No, the credits. I saw the picture online, which it has all the, yeah, all the words translated. And all yeah, And, it, and they, they're all connected and all yeah. that kind of stuff. Have you seen that? What are your where, thoughts? Where Corellia has got its own little area and, uh, and Coruscant has it and all the planets. You know, And obviously, I like the fact that they don't have Tatooine on that planet, on that list, because it should be on the far, far side, not on the map. Yeah, it's fine. I mean... Just curious if you saw it. I mean, yes. it, so what we're talking about is there is someone who took all of the star charts in the in the end credits, the actual frames, and then laid them out as a map, as a grid, and it kind of shows you the layout of the Star Wars galaxy and in a two dimensional way. Yes, <laughs> I always wonder, like, oh, look at this. Hey, what about on the Z? Well, that's just that goes back to Star Wars, right? You have the uh, the different uh, the different zones. The uh, what are they called? Gamma, like it's the beta, qu- beta quadrants. They have the different Trek. quadrants in Star Trek. That's, I said, you Star, said Trek. Star Wars. Oh, I said Star Trek, didn't I? Well, regardless, in Star Trek they have quadrants, right? They have the, the gamma quadrant, all that kind of stuff. But like that only works in like oh, a no. four. One of my favorite all-time animes, Legends of Galactic Heroes, is incredible, and it's two empires that are separated by a black hole in between, except for these two outside quadrants that they have to go through. And I'm like, that's awesome. What about yeah. if you just went up well, really talk far about and, this and they have Wars to basically the time, say, well, yeah. don't think about that. Think think up there, there's a giant death zone or something, I guess. Yeah. Also, Star Trek, Star Wars, they talk about this, like, why are the ships flying that way? Like, they never show that Z axis, so it's like, the ship's here, and then this ship's here. It's like... Yeah, even when they, they did like, it, even, even when they did that, and they actually called that out in Star Trek II, The Wrath of Khan, when they realized that Khan only thinks in the 
uh, doesn't think about the third dimension. It's true, but it wasn't like the Enterprise went down below and shot straight up. It got right back behind it like yeah, a submarine. Yeah, it got behind, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, anyways, yeah. that's fine. We, I, we have to live with that in this world. Like, I'm not, and I'm okay with it. Yeah, that. Like, 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 think about, and we're going to go about Star Trek for half a second here, but like the neutral zone between the Romulans and the Federation is that like just a, like a like a wall like a like a wall like like what happened like how far does that go like if I go uh, seven light years straight up whatever up is yeah is it like now are they in a box or do they no that goes forever all of that's us oh no I've gone cross-eyed yeah <laughs> all right let's jump forward now to episode four which is titled what you'll Jedi something fallen Jedi fallen Jedi. What do you think of this episode? Who's Jen, referring to? Just before we get deep in, did you oh, like fantastic. The, yeah, this was really good. This was better than the previous one. For I mean, Even though, again, the space battle, like we talked about, was really cool. And there's always cool things throughout. But this one this one was pretty good. And it actually felt like it had a little more ramifications. Like it's, It felt like the first two were set up before all this mm-hmm. was setting everything up. And the third one goes, okay, now we're traveling to where the conflict's going to happen. And in this one, this is also the first time our quote-unquote villains are face-to-face with our quote-unquote heroes. A lot of finger quotes. This where Balin is with Soka. When did oh, he... Well, I mean, yeah, Balin. Yeah, but I in mean, the like show, Shin within the show, within Mer- the show. I know. Shin and Merrick, they've... Merrick had a whole fight with Ahsoka. Yes. Yes. But um, I mean, this is like... Okay, we're, had, we're at Shin's the location where they've with... been waiting this whole time. So I feel like this is like, okay, here we go. In fact, watching this episode... I would, my opinion on that was, I was like, there's this, there's a literal counting clock, you know, when mm-hmm. the thing's happening. And in most respects, you're kind of supposed to be going like, oh my God, they've got to stop it. Even though I know they're not going to, they got to stop it. And I kept going like, excellent. You know why? Because then they'll go and go to Thrawn because that's what I want. I don't want Ahsoka and Sabine to stop them from going there. I know they're never going to stop them anyways, because you don't put a big... You don't have a, a gun in one in, in the first scene and not shoot it in the third. Chekhov's gun. Yes, I'm not bringing Star Trek into it. So, anyways, I'm just I, the fact that they're going. I was like, go, go, go to Thrawn. Wrap it up. Let's go. Let's go. Moving on there. You know, again, I could be setting myself up for a fail. Like, what if they do it and it's just awful? God, that'll be terrible. What if? What if they secret invasion? It? Oh my God, no, I hope not. Why'd you have to bring secret invasion in? Mm-hmm. No, but that, that you, I I want to go off of something that I said last podcast. You know what I want? Star Wars, where it's what's what's going on? Oh, just a whole lot of lightsaber battles. That's what I get this episode. Let's just have a bunch. Now they weren't all on the same level, but damn it, there was some cool ass lightsaber dueling in this episode. Night, you know, I'm for it. I'm here for it. Keep doing it. Give me cool stunts. Give me some flippity doo dahs. Give me talk using about the, the fights for just coming on what you're saying here because you probably saw the same videos online that I mm-hmm. did. And the one criticism we saw on one YouTube analyze, analyst of it was that sometimes the fights can feel a little more flat because they're filmed in the volume versus in real life. And the example that we saw online was looking at how they're fighting in the woods and it doesn't feel like the characters are hiding in the woods per se versus versus a force awakens when there's a dynamicness to the camera show obviously it's a budget of movies i all i understand Mm -hmm. that it's not apples to apples but there is a little of a little of that a little the camera is a little too close you don't get a little wider shot did you feel that when you're watching it at all you know what i'm thinking about when i'm watching because i because i do but what i'm thinking is how much they're trying to put the actor in the fight versus just having stunt people who know how to ready how to do the fight. Now I think you can get away with a lot of it because it's you know 
Rosario Dawson is in makeup. You could just put someone else in that. Well, makeup. she was the only one who's. Whose but no, face but, you no. See. Eventually, um, uh, Shin takes off her helmet. No, I'm sorry. Sabine takes yes, off her helmet for, like, for the action and, part. And then she, she leaves her helmet behind. And you're like, no, don't leave the helmet behind. Did she leave it behind? Yes. she carried it. No, I I thought no, she left she it behind. It. Is she ha- does she have it when she's on the ship at the end or the ring or whatever? She's I don't on. know. Maybe I thought. I she think did. she leaves it on the ground. Huh. And I bet I'll bet they'll find it next episode. Like, oh, if she went with. Are they starting to judge dread her? We're like, we want to see her face because well, we cut her hair at least. I mean, that's something, right? Yeah, there. You know, somebody at Disney's going. Listen. Nobody wants to watch a show where a character has some sort of Mandalorian helmet on the entire time. Oh, you know, there's still people pissed about but that. But like when you keep that helmet on her, and I, 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 this I understand though, it's like uh, Natasha who plays Sabine, uh, and especially the um, the actress who plays Morgan, Diana Lee Insenato, goddaughter she, of Bruce Lee, by the way. Yeah, she's a stunt core. Like I'm, Morgan was going to be fighting in this at some point. She's a huge stunt coordinator and a stunt like she's a stunt person before she was ever like anything else. Like that's what I want to see. Like give me. We these saw her fight people. in, in Mandalorian you know, season two also. Yeah, but I like she's due for more fighting. I didn't know she was the goddaughter God, granddaughter, you said? Well, I, goddaughter. Even though the last name is Lee, it's goddaughter. So she was a child. It's well, goddaughter. I, I, we all were child children at some point, Jerry. <laughs> and we're all goddaughters and godsons of Bruce Lee. No, she's, she's goddaughter. Yeah, no, I, it, but Lee. the fact that we get these lightsaber battles, that's the only thing I'm watching, though, is going, how much are they holding back on this kick ass lightsaber battle because the actress, you know, is just an actress and not a stunt per- person first? You know what I'm saying? Versus, like, right? Versus, I look back at, you look back at episode one, and I always bring it up, but Ray Parks. Is the reason that lightsaber battle is so good because they had someone who can do that stuff mm-hmm. and create that. And he took. He Hopefully, took, he comes back for Darth Maul in this. That'd be cool. He took, but I mean, he took Obi Wan and Qui Gon and yeah. ro- ro- like made them better than they were. Well, also, because they, of that. they put their faces on actual stunt people in that movie too. So yeah, no, but the fight sequences. I mean, I loved them. I well, think, before I mean, the fight, great. we get the sequence where. Hu Yang is working on the ship, and then all of a sudden, boom! Did you were you worried at this watching the show? Were you worried that he was going to get no. zapped, destroyed? I mean, it's a droid, so they can always rebuild. I didn't think him. he was going to get destroyed. I love the I, fact that he fought back and he fought back well there. Well, but but that then did, then you go, oh yeah, he's been training Jedi, so he can fight. He actually should be a better fighter than what he was in that, in my opinion. He should be able to take out the assassin droids, no problem. But um, but yeah, it was. It was fun seeing him. I like how fight. he kind of bangs on the ship, letting them know, trying to, which I felt, again, the difference here is I, I know more than the character does at this point. I know that the bad guys are looking for them. I always felt like, what are our two main characters doing on the ship? They're like, eh, we're going to put our armor on. I can slowly and hang out there. But like, shouldn't you be like, why is Ahsoka going back in the ship? Sit on the top of the ship and keep your eyes open. She clearly doesn't have force sensitivity where she could see that that one droid or whatever was looking at her from just a short distance away it wasn't that far according to how mm-hmm. we saw in that image but regardless we got some good action here uh they decided to destroy all the robots and not keep any of them functional so they could do anything which is fine that. and then they they're they're running there they're jedi speed running yeah, to yeah, get there we already hashed that out <laughs> i'm sure the ship has a, a speeder bike somewhere built up but clearly they're not that far away that they can run there which you know here's the funny thing they were 12 clicks away i believe you know the funny you know part, a click yes yes exactly uh it's like a nurkle the nurkle. the idea of running like you watch tom cruise running in any mission possible movies or any of those things maybe it's because i'm getting older but it's like the idea of like can you imagine running more than jerry i run <laughs> yes i can imagine running 
<laughs> no, I mean full blown. Yes, running. I sprint sometimes. Yes. Well, get enjoy it while it lasts, buddy. Well, of course, because it's going to go away. Of course, and I don't want to. I don't oh, no. like yeah. sprinting. I do it because I have to, <laughs> so I don't hate myself. No, trust me. I ran this morning, and it's like this is awful. I hate running. I hate it so much. My body goes. You hate running. I go. It's I hate not. Running. I mean, that's like. It but is. I mean, watching the show is just they're going, and I'm like, but they're in a work situation. Oh no, I know. Combat, I know. Like, I know. I'm just picking out a moment here. So then they come across our two characters. Is this right here where they run into shit? Well, they've, uh, they've been trying to get in touch with Hera. Mm-hmm. And the transmitters down, so yes. when they leave. Huang's like, and he's she's like, work you. on the thing. But I like how he goes, hey, don't separate either. And they totally yeah. separate. I agree. And uh, I think we already kind of covered it. Kara basically, we, I'm jumping forward or yes. back a little bit. She basically hooks up with the X-Wing commander. Tiva. Who we've seen Captain in every Carson show, Tiva. which was really good. And a bunch of other ones. And, and I'm curious, did some of them die in this episode? Oh, 100%. Like, and that's why one I was of them like, went crashing to the planet, but we didn't see his yeah. X-Wing no, blow but two, up. But two, but two of them crashed into each other. Yeah. They absolutely died. And that's why you're going, why'd you bring your kid on this mission? What are you doing? What, well, what's going on that's here? That's the premise. That, in the cartoon, they bring you know kids all the time. Yeah, but like, would you? <laughs> hey, stay on this ship or come with me because we're going to go explore some stuff. Okay, mom, let's go. And then he dies. And mom, whoop, should have brought Kids him with. Kids force sensitive. All the Jedi's. Oh, yeah, okay, okay. <laughs> so they come across Shin and Merrick yep. here. This was the sequence. We get this fight sequence here. And let's, I guess we at this point we can talk about, because obviously they get split up, which yeah, for Shin me was weird. Sabine. It was like, I, I thought Shin and Sabine, since Sabine stabbed Shin, I was almost like, shouldn't, you go with but him. But this time, but this time, Sabine is now. She has her 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 Mandalorian gadgetry again. Don't you always love these these shows? Like I got my Mandalorian armor, which is bulletproof for this twelve inches by fourteen inches in my chest. This whole side, my tump, my belly button, you know, my elbow, all those things are. I'm wearing cloth. Will the cloth slow the but laser luckily down? The bu- luckily, the bullets always hit there because they have to hit there. Oh, I know. It's like, and the bullets have to get shot there. It's kind of like if you had a Jedi on the, a wing of a spaceship and you're coming in to shoot, maybe shoot the other wing that doesn't have the Jedi on it. <laughs> Just saying. Like, oh, sh- good point. <laughs> <laughs> But, shoot just out out of reach of the that's, that's complaining about every movie where a guy's got a gun on somebody who you know like if you guys even if Steven Seagal is over there and I got a gun on him I'm gonna stay here and I'm gonna shoot him from over here if I have to but I'm not gonna run up and go I'm gonna put the gun to the back of his head because you know what he's gonna do he's gonna grab that gun out of my hand hurt my hand or just and shoot him shoot just, me. stop talking to him just shoot him that, that's the <laughs> Austin know, Powers of Scott just give me a gun I'll shoot him right now <laughs> You just don't get it, do you, Scott? <laughs> you just don't get it. So let's talk a little bit about this fight here because this was so the Sabine, the Sabine, the which one, the well, Sabine the... Shin one, or yeah. do you want? To... Okay, we'll talk about that one first because there's two different fights going on at this mm-hmm. point. And the Sabine... at the same time, yeah, yeah. The Sabine Shin one is interesting because now I have a question for you. Well, actually, you should probably talk about the other one first because yeah. that one ends sooner. Yeah, you're right. So let's talk about. Uh... The end of Merrick. Yeah, and let's talk about that because I, I'm I still, love it. I, no, I love it. I get it. I get it. But I'm I'm wondering here, and this is a this is an overall question with these kind of shows compared to movies. You and I go to see a Star Wars movie, and as long as we're avoiding spoilers, it's two and a half hours, however long the movie is. We get there and we may be enjoying moments and and building up things like, oh, I can't believe at the beginning of the movie, I don't know who, I don't know who Merrick is, but in two hours, I'm going to, it's all part of that experience. 
And now we're watching it. It's the lost experience where we have a week, six months, whatever the time frame in between. So we can speculate and theorize. And there's a lot of fun. We love doing that. Love doing that. But I'm wondering, it's being done so much now for the last 10 to 12 years, if not longer. Are we setting ourselves up where we have we have so many weeks and we have a week in between? So here's 13 really cool theories about who Merrick is. He's Ezra. He's Starkiller. He's... Uh, the girl bad Jedi, all this stuff. And then afterwards, we're like, oh, none of that. And 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 so we have a reaction. Ugh, that's all it is. And is that fair of us to do it to a show where we we put all this on that? Did we? You know, is it fair or is it just the nature of it? Like, Because all of a sudden, I know that people probably looked at it and went like, I'm not gonna watch this more. You know what it was? It was just a it was just a a, a, a witch ghost. It's like, yeah, well, that, they didn't say it was gonna be this, all the other things. Well, you know... I'm okay with that. Okay, I I thought this was you weren't great. disappointed at all. No. Okay. That's no, fine. they killed they, they killed that character off. This is there, there's an expectation level here, right? And this goes back to if you listen to our like Secret Invasion, like Secret Invasion, we had high expectation for something that had huge potential. This we are like spitballing, going, hey, maybe this character is that that, but it didn't it it wasn't what we wanted. That's okay. okay. I'm okay with things not being what. We hypothesize, hypo, uh, and I, again, that's we're doing a podcast. So we're we're guessing about stuff all the time. I mean, that's okay. But the, that being said, I like that. Like, dig. it's cool. Like, that's really cool that this character, this cool character, doesn't have to be related. Doesn't have to be a part of anything. Like, yeah, it might be part of the witches because it might be someone who's dead who's been reanimated, and that's why they're wearing the bring the, a character you know, in really cool and then kill him off Darth Maul style. That's fine. Yeah, Boba Fett. Or any of the any of the bounty hunters in Empire Strikes Back, yes. like, or any of the Jedi uh, from the prequel series, like all of them. There were there were some badass Jedi, and they kill off. And I'm okay with that. That's cool. It doesn't always have to connect, right? We always talk about that. Like, like there are certain uh, Spider Man. When they started doing the Amazing Spider Man, it's like, why is everybody who's connected to Spider Man turns out to be the villain? Everybody, like, oh, Sandman, he killed his uncle, or like that his his professor. Yeah, everybody killed. Everybody his uncle. has to be a thing. At least in Batman, they go, well, Batman brought out the crazies by him being crazy. Like that. Okay, you hear they made the Joker is actually his uncle. Yeah, and... right. But that's just it. Like they would have to like connect that. And like, you don't need to do that. Everything doesn't need to connect. It doesn't, it, this can be some random character who's just a badass and, 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 and dies. Do you think they're going to reveal that he was a Jedi that they brought back to life using the Dathomir magic the way they did in the cartoon when they took the Dathomir mm-hmm. magic to bring Savage oppress and or bring bring certain characters back like and then contain them in that in that the Night Sisters so Jerry's so talking he, about so that he was a Jedi that they've utilized this thing or could it or, or, versus just being another battle droid you know could be well it, I don't think it's a battle droid but I think but it, I'm I saying think it could, it could be have anybody. been a battle it could have been a bounty hunter it could have been another... so they could have they, it has to be so it could have been anybody it's the actual powers coming from the from the from the magic or is the magic taking somebody who has this power and then utilizing them the same, the same you know that's my I'm thinking because that brings up the question if they ever decided to bring Darth Maul back alive versus just bringing back anyone or just bringing back a skeleton they're going to go darth maul has these abilities so we're bringing him back using the dark magic so that's the question if they do it again we could speculate about this and they could never mention merrick again they yeah. could i hope they don't but they could exactly and i i think they we'll see what happens i mean that's that's what you're saying is fine and great questions like did they did they it was an inquisitor maybe it was a dead inquisitor they brought back to life and put he had in an there inquisitor because he has the inquisitor powers like it doesn't matter at this point it really doesn't i mean did it, you like how ahsoka took like, him out 
Oh, Kenobi style. Awesome. I love. You know. You know what it reminds me of? It's that, not Kenobi style. I always think of. Uh, remember Ninja Gaiden? Ninja Gaiden in the opening scene where they like run each other and they jump and they both like slash their swords and they land and then in the background one the the what his is dad that fought, Ninja Gaiden the N- Nintendo game. Do you not remember Ninja Gaiden the Nintendo game? I mean, yeah, I just don't remember the. And cut, like they cut do it. They, it's one of those things where you just like do the blades. And then one person dies and one doesn't. I love that kind of Oh, I know that. Trust me, Goemon so from cool. Lupin the Third is always like does that, and then you know, click, and he puts his sword together, and it, you know whatever yeah, happens. Yeah, I love happens. that kind of stuff, and that, I thought that was perfect. He had a spinning blade, spinning blade, and she was able to like find the gap into it. She was yeah. So well, fast. it's kind of what Kenobi was the whole point, which I thought was always clever. And I also think that at that at, I don't know if Ahsoka is at that point, but when you be, when you become such a powerful Jedi, things like. You don't need to do the flippity doo dahs and all that kind of stuff. You can actually just have like a slow battle. Like I always think of the Darth Vader versus Obi Wan in the in Episode Four, when Darth Vader kills Obi Wan, but they just stand there and it's like a super slow battle because they don't need to go fast because they're thinking like twelve moves ahead. Except when you watch mm-hmm. the fan done version of it where they actually have all the flippity doo dahs, and I love that too. So I don't know. I like it. I thought it so was. So what really do you think cool. about Shin's reaction to when he was destroyed? Because she stops fighting and she looks concern is her concern over the loss of that character concern over oh my gosh look how powerful ahsoka is now i'm gonna have to fight two people it kind of i thought it looked like she was like no not merrick interesting i didn't even think about i i thought it was i thought that my original thought was she was like uh-oh i'm she's ahsoka's very powerful so she's not thinking about merrick but at I all i don't know we don't know her character uh. well enough to know if she has that sort of internal if she has those internal struggles of good versus evil, the fallen Jedi, are, are they the fallen Jedi? Like as the title suggests, who's the fallen is Ahsoka or is it the cameo later on? Did you hear the one, did you hear the one theory about who they, who she is? Who's Balin's daughter? Yeah. I mean, Possibly. I, I mean, they, really... they both have white hair, but his is from age. Yeah. I would assume. I like the idea that, that that might be his daughter. That's a really cool theory. I mean, it might not come true. Like the Merrick stuff didn't come true, but that's an interesting theory to it. Like, yeah. why did he leave the Jedi Order? Because he had a kid, and he raised that kid. And, and he was also, age-wise... he's not a bad guy, but he does have a red lightsaber. There's, so. a, great, there's a great picture online which kind of says, you know, uh, looking at the people from the old timeline to where they are now, and there's a picture of... What is the bounty hunter from Boba Fett played by May, May uh, from, from... Oh, yeah, uh, Krennic... Krennic... Uh, Shen. Krennic, uh, yeah, Krennic Shaw? Fennec Shen. Shen. They show her from the from the cartoon and from now, and she looks incredible. They show uh, Katie Sarkoff's character, the Mandalorian, who, again, all the names, I'm thinking about all the new characters. They show her character, the Mandalorian, from the show, and they show her now, and she looks incredible. And then they go, and look at, here's Obi-Wan. Wow, those twin sons of Tatooine really destroyed him. And also, uh, you know, Balin was a kid, theoretically, a, a, a Padawan or something, that time period, he's much older too. Oh, I also read a theory real fast. Boba Fett and uh, and uh, oh, the clones, Tamara, yeah, the clones. Uh, I, there was somebody saying because we were talking about Ahsoka being the, the main character, all that other stuff. If she's the right way, there was a uh, something I'd read talked about how actually one of the things to do with her is the fact that because of what she's gone through, because she feels the guilt of Anakin, because of all of that stuff, she is not just stoic for stoic sake, but she's like. Like she's messed up. She's well. Then it's not coming across. Yes, it's not coming. It, across. It's not coming across. If that, I like that idea. I love that idea actually. Yeah. But it definitely is not but, coming across. But we do get a, as we're coming up on here. We do get some emotion from her coming up. I feel 
when she's dealing with Sabine when she thinks she's gone. So obviously the, during the sequence, Sabine says, go, I've got this. Mm-hmm. And so she runs off to go deal with Balin. And we could stay with Shin, Shin for a second here yeah. because there's this the sequence where they're fighting and she looks like she's using the force power. Did she do anything or would they... I don't know. I think that... They gave you a sound effect like she did. I think Shin basically just reacts... Shin's reaction was, oh, you don't have any power. And then, of course, she pulls out the, 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 the which missiles. Which was awesome. Which man. was awesome because Mandalorian Forgot armor and all that stuff is basically designed to fight, to fight Jedi. Jedi. Obviously, Boba Fett utilized it for bounty hunting, but all that stuff is designed but that's like, to fight I, Jedi. I, I, I don't know if she like pushed her a little bit or if she was just like f- like bracing for something to happen. Yeah, that's her. I'm not sure. But the sound effect sounded like it was there though. That that that, that Jedi kind of push sound effect that they always use. Yes. So I don't know. That would be interesting. But I thought it was great when she closed her hands and the, and the missiles came out. That was awesome. And that then, being said, and then, and then, and take a drink. Yeah. And then she threw down the, yeah. the the capsule to make her disappear. Yeah, Shin, Shin did that and Shin threw down the capsule. And I thought that was silly. <laughs> Magic. Yeah, right. <laughs> Bat? Why do you? Is it, what if it was? What if you had a vial that didn't like just do smoke? Was actually like poison smoke, and you threw it at, and you threw it acid. at Sabine. Yeah, ah! acid, right? Like, what a waste of a vial. So she takes off after Ahsoka, and then obviously Sabine's gonna come running behind her. So they're all racing. Meanwhile, Ahsoka's there. We have her confrontation with Balin. Get a little more back and forth. They're having a battle. We know that the countdown is happening. And she knows that she has... And also, we're coming up to the point where early in the episode, Ahsoka said, hey, if you have to make a choice, we're going to lose this, We're going to lose the chance to get Ezra, but we have to stop them from getting Thrawn. So that's where Ahsoka's at this point. Like, we need to destroy this map, period. We're not going to get Ezra. And that's obviously leading towards a conflict here, which I think is good. It's all good. You Maybe set it up. Maybe you didn't find the map to begin with, Ahsoka, this wouldn't be an issue. Ooh, that's... Well, she found it because she wanted to find Ezra, but then it got they got taken from her. Yeah. So yeah, I, I like that. That's interesting. Well, it got taken from her because Sabine's like, I'm gonna take this now. Oh, thanks, Sabine. So we have the fight here, the lightsaber fight between the masters, and I did kept looking at Ray's face and because he's got the white beard and everything, I kept thinking like, oh, there. If this feels a little like Dooku, where they like imposed his face on a stunt man, but still, it was but awesome. Damn, he looked good. Yeah, he his does. armor. Now, some people are talking about how he has like the uh, the Clone Wars armor and all. A little bit. I thought it was more. About the fact that Ahsoka is a samurai and he's a knight, like with because he swings hard and all that kind of stuff. And I like I love the idea of like a knight fighting a samurai, right? No, like cool. I love the that's that's like a, a sumo wrestler fighting a kickboxer, right? That's yeah. street fighter stuff, and that's really cool. He looks awesome in this. He, he fights awesome. He does his flippity do. And he's also and he's also not black and white. It's very gray. Mm-hmm. At least what he's saying, he's projecting he's a that damn way. Damn good actor, man. He's projecting he, that way. So Damn their fight, actor. their sequence happens. Good looking dude. And she out. grabs the map at one point and burns her hand, which I'm waiting for the Raiders, Raiders of Lost Ark. Yeah. Uh, that's how they'll follow him because it's all burnt on my hand. Whatever, how, whatever how that goes, I thought that was really good. And then when she sees Shin show up and she has that moment of like Sabine, because you know Sabine's been, uh, she assumes she's been killed. And she does that flick where she kind of takes Shin and just and yeah. throws. That throws was awesome. Yeah. And then thereby also there's the sequence where then she falls over the edge, which I thought, well, that's a nice way in the middle of a show when you're having a fight, one of your characters has because to Because they did that a couple of times where it's like they're getting into the battle. Let's cut to another scene. Like, no, stay with the fight. I want to see the lightsaber battles. 
Come on, let's do every Star Wars like, movie. Uh, yeah, that's Return of the Jedi, cut, cut, cut. Uh, Phantom course. Menace, cut, cut, cut. Because you, you know there's three like, battles going on. Just give me lightsaber battles. They got to be some of the cheapest stuff to film, right? Because we got to do. You got to make the lightsaber glow. Okay, well, that's fine. And then just I fight. Know, you got one at the end you of Obi Wan that was incredible. I, know, I just I need more. I, 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 I want more, Jerry. So she flies off the edge. Sabine shows up. Sabine does. does Ahsoka so, must be dead at this point. Like, there's no way she. You know, what I thought was interesting about. First off, I like the theory. Like when she and Sabine's got the map and she's holding a gun to it, it's like, yeah, go ahead and shoot it because we saw how long hard it took for the lightsaber to cut through it. So your gun blast made, might not. Let's, let, I'll play devil's advocate. The bad guys didn't know that until they yes, did it. Possibly, that's good. Uh, I liked here is when they gave Sabine basically an ultimatum when you watch we watch everything when you have like a, a good guy and a bad guy goes you know hey if you do this you know I'll, it's all good and how many times the good guy goes i can't do that and then they have a fight and then the good guy gets killed or something happens where in reality you go like just say you're gonna do it and then later on go away but that's not the noble way that heroes in in fiction are supposed to do that you're supposed to you know say oh no you, I can't do that. It's like, go ahead, just say you're going to do it. And then just like afterwards, you go, all right, I'm a good guy. I killed you. <laughs> you know, it doesn't happen. So I like the fact that she's like, yeah, and she's doing it for her own selfish reasons, but it also gets her out of that situation. You're talking about the ultimatum of like, if you do this, you're never going to see Ezra again. Yes. Is that what you're talking about? Yeah. And I thought that well, was also, great. Also, hey, we're going to kill you right here too, basically, if I have to. You're going to die here if you don't. If you blow that, if you destroy that map, we're going to kill you. You know that whole the whole scenario. I kind of so like, I can't time. trust you. You have a red lightsaber. That means you're a bad guy. Although we, we haven't mentioned this in the opening credits when they have the the helmets and the things. They do the back. different colors. Like on that the... she's red and not blue, which means it's bad or on the dark side. What's that all about? I think some of that gets redded to a little bit too much Maybe. in those things. So but, but, but she this, gets yeah. captured, and they take her up to the ship. The X wings come in like we talked. Sabine gets captured, but she like she gives herself up. It, it was yes. more of a, it was like capture was such an interesting thing. Cause he's like, I give you my word. Not like your master. I'm giving you my word. Like, no, no. Yeah. It's, it, I love it. I love it. What they're is making that? him so oh, great. So cool. Unless, unless he's, unless he's, unless he's going to find out, you know, you know, fools, I'm the bad guy. Cool. That's <laughs> fine know? too. I'm fine with that. Like pull, pull the one, pull it over the wool over my eyes. So bottom line, they get up there, they fly out, a couple X wings get destroyed and everybody's like, oh, and we're like, Oh my God, that's the end. Now, how are they going to follow it? Meanwhile, where's Ahsoka? We're like, is she hanging off the edge? And we look over the end and we don't see her. And then, obviously, the sequence happens where she comes through. And our first, I mean, my first thought was, oh, my God, she's in the, what is it called? The void. No, it's called the, the space. <laughs> the volume. No, space between time. Or world, the, the space, uh, world between worlds or whatever it's called. Uh, we'll get more into that. It's something between worlds. I've heard it's the world between worlds or the way between worlds. I'm I'm screwing up the name. I think it's the set between worlds. It is the set between worlds. Uh, It's very cool. And the first thing we hear is we hear a very echoey, what I find out, because I had to put subtitles out here, Mm -hmm. you hear, hello, Snips. And I'm like, oh, my God. Did you know that Hayden Christian was going to be in the show? In the back of my mind somewhere I knew, but I didn't put it. Because no. I knew he was coming in this because when they filmed for Obi-Wan, it was also like, and he's going to be showing up in Ahsoka. I didn't know when, and I didn't know how, but I, and so that was exciting to see him in here. Your first reaction when you see the face, the wide shot looked pretty good. You went close and it looked really soft, really CGI. De-aging. Uh, I think, one, I think it looked better than when they did the de-aging in uh, Obi-Wan. I thought that de-aging was terrible. Like when we saw him fighting when they were well, you only seen him for three seconds in here versus a whole yeah. sequence there, so I don't think um, that's fair yet. But that being said, I don't drink. 
Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Worlds between worlds. I was right. I don't know how time is working in this situation. Where, who is he? What's going on here? Does he That's have a scar this, on his face? I think he does he have did. a scar on his face. But we don't know. He has. He does. He has is the correct he, lightsaber. Is he a force a ghost in this book? Well, he's not blue. Or like, he's not surrounded by a blue. I haven't, I, did you read The Return of the Jedi from another perspective? No. That's just, no. That shows like Anakin's force ghost, what he went through after he died like how he like made amends i read that i read interesting that's canon so um until it isn't yeah right but i don't know what's going on here and the i like this i like that he's been brought in i think it's going to make the story more interesting because now she has to wrestle with this and she gets her master back and now she gets to question a lot of things like hey when did you kill those kids you know all sorts of stuff but this place is so like Star Trek-y, not sci-fi, not Star Wars-y. Like, you're going here, okay, you can bring back anyone because it's a time-traveling place. Like, you want to see Qui-Gon back? Great, let's do it. You want to bring back any, you want Darth Maul? Here we go. You want to bring back Solo from the Solo movie? Here he is, and Donald mm-hmm. Glover, or, or, or whatever his name is. Lando. Yeah. I, I, the, it rubs me the wrong way. I don't know. I, hopefully they do good stuff with it. I'm looking but forward I feel to like, it. I, I think like, they've already established I feel like there's really a lot of plot base holes that could be brought about because of this like hey why don't you use this place like i feel like hey you need to go see Gaton. let's go there you can and it travels you to this place right like or what you know there needs to be a lot of rules explained for this at least for me at the end of this episode we're, we're, we're halfway through the series unless the other episodes are a lot shorter or a lot longer theoretically we're halfway through and so what i think is interesting here is obviously we're coming next week we're going to have ahsoka dealing with anakin and I think the other half of this, and only other half of this, is now that we have one of our good guys with the bad guys traveling over there, now I don't think our good guys have to go there. I don't think Ahsoka or Hera or any of the New Republic gotta go. We gotta go there They're and find come out. Back. They're gonna come back because we have we have a That's good, a good we have a good guy with them, theoretically. Yeah. So now we can be over there and then Thrawn can come back. With Ezra, whatever the case is, yes, because we have a character, so I think that's interesting. Yeah, good, the only good thing, point. the only difference would be unless Ahsoka in the world between worlds can reach through the other galaxy and somehow get over there too that way, which I don't. That yeah, kind of defeats maybe. the whole purpose of the other one. But so that's that's where we're that's where we left off. Again, I think I mean after finishing this, I think yeah, this episode was this episode phenomenal. Yes, yeah, it was good stuff, and I think everyone I've read online agrees that this was. Some good storytelling. Good the internet acting. finally all agreed on yep. something. Yep. Nobody good acting. Dissents. Good, you know, like they're excited to see where this is going. This is this is good stuff. Good stuff. Yep. All right. That's the end of this. If you have opinions, go to your window. Keep them to yourself. Yelp. Make we your own podcast. How's that sound? Again, we <laughs> we will attempt attempt to get one out. Another podcast for episode five. Worst case scenario, it'll be five and six together, and that'll be on Joel. <laughs> but yes, it'll okay. be. Oh yeah. Well, or maybe on me. It could yeah. be on me. It's on Joel. Uh, yeah, so look forward to that. Thank you so much for joining us. I hope you had fun with this. Hope you had some theories on this, how you feel about it. Let us know, maybe. And if not... On a side note, I think uh, next time Sabine fights Shin, she should just kick her in the shin. I, I believe that's... The, wow. She says her she says That's her how weakness. we're ending it. We had, she we said had her three viewer, listeners left, and they're like, oh, bad pun. We're out of here. It was like Achilles. Like, why would you tell him where the bad part is? <laughs> Jeez. All right, guys, I'm Jerry. I'm Joel. We'll talk to you next time.